0: Hey everyone, my name's Abby, and welcome to the Brown and Bougie Podcast, where I'm keeping it raw, real, and relatable. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the, another episode of the Brown and Bougie Podcast. And uh, for the first time ever, I've got some ladies, and I say that in plural because We are here and we are here to talk about something, a really, really important initiative um, that I've just been following for a really long time. And I thought I'll reach out to Across the Pond, as we say it. So I've got the lovely ladies from the Fearless Aviar with me, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves as I normally would. So ladies, if you can introduce yourselves, who you are, what you're about, that'd be great. Thank you
1: so much. I guess I'll go first. Uh, My name is Manju Ravindran. Um, I am uh IT professional uh, in my day job and this is something um Amanda loves to learn and am- um uh, Amanda loves to read is something that uh we are we got together to do because of actually the kids in our lives and wanting to have some Tamil books for them to be able to relate to. Thanks so much for having us and uh we're we're really happy to be here.
2: Good. I'm glad. Hi. Um. So I'm Serenya Mohanraj. I'm also part of Fearless VR um, collectively. So all three of us have been friends for over fifteen years, and it's just one of those um things that we we really like to do. Tamil is just like one of our. Well, I'm just I'm just talking nonsense so right now. <laughs> all <laughs> is just uh, is one of our connectivities. We, we, all like the, we all love the language. We're connected yeah. to it um, in so different sorts of way. And mm-hmm. as Manju um, said, it's for our kids in our lives. And we decided to pass it on to our next generation and how we can do that from what we learned and to just keep Tamil moving.
3: Hi, my name is Subanki. Um, I'm a lawyer and I'm really excited because I actually went to law school in uh, the UK. So I was at Essex. Um, So it's great to connect with you and uh, maybe some UK audience as well. And um, in terms of uh, why we chose Amuda, and my personal reason is because I have a two and a half year old son and it was when I was looking for books for him, I realized that we don't have any books that he can relate to, especially in the diaspora. So that's when I started um, looking into it and then I realized, you know, especially board books and um, all the books that we have, it's, it's just not appropriate for kids in the diaspora. So I spoke to my friends, uh, Baju and Serenia, and um, that's how Amuda was really born. And I think we can talk about it later. And Serenia said we've been friends for 15 years, but mm-hmm. during these 15 years we've fought a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, we've been the best of friends, uh, and I I can't think of uh, you know better partners for this. Um, I'll probably take that back, and then I I'm <laughs> it all the time, but <laughs> I love them at the end of the day.
0: I think that's really important. I think you know it's really important to bring in your roots, your culture, and just build it with your friends. Cause I think a lot of the time just having that conversation about, you know, our culture, Tamil, and things like that with our friends is so important and we miss that sometimes. Um, so that's so nice to hear. Um, I think the biggest question I think I had, um, and I think a lot of uh, people listening would have is what is fearless Avayad? Because if you ask me growing up, I used to think Aveyad was a was one lady. But it was actually when I read your post uh, on your um the Learn page that I realized that actually Aviar is more like a collective term to use, I guess. Uh, So if you can talk about why you came up with that idea and what actually is Amada and that I think that would give our listeners a bit of an idea as to what we're talking about today.
3: I guess uh, in terms of the name of Fearless Aviar, because there's three of us, we thought, okay, let's come up with the name. And then we thought about what are we trying to do? What are we trying to promote? And we realized that Throughout our book, Um, yes, it's a learning tool for kids of today, but also we wanted to celebrate our past, our rich history. And one of the things we wanted to talk about was um, paying homage to literary figures, especially women, because we're three Tamil women. So we were thinking about what kind of name we can come up with. And then we're like, okay, Aviyad, like that's one of the only Tamil literary figures that a popular name even today Mm -hmm. But then when we started looking into it, we realized, yeah, there wasn't one Aviyar, there was multiple Aviyar, and it was a prestigious title that was given to uh, these women of that time. And then Mm -hmm. we thought, okay, but we also wanted to not just call ourselves Aviyar, but, you know, we've been really scared to actually put out this book for a number of reasons, and I think my friends can talk more about it. But Mm -hmm. we thought, you know, we're going to be fearless. And we're going to really tackle the issues that the Tamil community is facing today. Um, so we thought mm-hmm. just Fearless and Avia just went well together. So we, we decided to call ourselves the Fearless
0: Avia. I love that so much. Like I think one of the biggest things women nowadays, whether or not you're an AVR or not, it's you forget you you are so scared, isn't it? And unfortunately, we live in that society. And I think it's so important to push that to the next generation that actually you should never you should never be scared of anything. Something I wish my ki- my parents told me. But unfortunately, we, we we all grew up, you know, being told that you should be scared of things, and you sh- you know we should uh-huh. be as way. And um, yeah, definitely. I, I think that's such an important message. So that's really nice. Because like I said, the other that I know is, you know, part of the rudder color yeah. <laughs> That's the Aveyar that we all know. So
1: yeah, yeah I want to add, it a, add a little bit to that. Um, I think something that a lot of people struggle with, and maybe it's not as well known, is something called the imposter syndrome. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: The feeling that, you know, are we the right people to do this Are we good enough? What do we know about Tamil that we can go out there and say uh, this is an opportunity to look at Tamil differently? And I think that is something that we all struggle with. And I struggle with even in being an IT professional um, in a somewhat man's world out there. uh, Because I work, like in IT, there's a a lot of men um, there as well. yeah. And so the imposter syndrome is something we talk about with, people in general, because it really affects how we go about uh, approaching life and recognizing it and then thinking about, you know, it's okay if we're not the right people, but let's give it a try. We see that there's a challenge and there's no one else maybe doing it quite the way we want to do it. Why not take the opportunity to do it? I want people to recognize that we were scared and we struggled with this, really struggled with were we the right people? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to take the chance. And I, I think we want to not just in, be the writers, but also encourage other people to write and to do follow their passions and do what they believe in. Because just trying opens a lot of doors.
2: It's like telling, the, especially our generations or the, the generations coming after that you know, it's okay to take that step, like whether you know a little bit of Tamil or not, but as long as you have that love and then you want to bring Tamil to the mainstream or you want your proud to be Tamil, just take that first step. Doesn't matter if you if you can just if you don't know if you only know Anna Avana or if you just doesn't matter. If you can go out there and just write down ana and then say this is my language and this is it, then do it.
0: Yeah, and I I, I completely agree. I think we are all scared to take the first step and actually, you know, you never, the answer is always going to be no if you never try, right? Like that's the one biggest thing that I've learned over over the last few years is like I have a cousin who's, uh, she's 28 and she's just said, do you know what, I want to learn Tamil. And she's just literally started with Ana and Avana. And like, but that's not, it doesn't matter when you do it. It's the fact that you are doing it and taking that first step. And that will make the biggest difference to her future, the future generations, everything like that. So I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. And I'm glad you took the the leap of faith um, because... you guys are doing some great work. So that's really, really good. Okay, cool. So let's talk about the Lens. And so, yeah, if you could talk to me about what the Lens is, you know, where the idea, I know you've talked about sort of, you know, the the emotions you felt when you were starting it, but what is it about? Amada Learns,
2: it's through the eyes of a six-year-old girl. She's a curious girl who's out, you know, is learning, is learning through her eyes is what we went with. Um, mm-hmm. It's her journey where she learns about many different things, like gender norms, just Uh, different aspects in life Um, so we started off with that so it's just the learn aspect is from her perspective as a six-year-old and what she's coming across it's her journey
1: that's where it started off and Mm -hmm. we went into Amrila loves to read we really sat down and thought about what is it we wanted to be and why are we doing this and the why was so important to us and uh, something you talked about as well is what is the impact you want to have on the world right? And that's a question we asked ourselves and really helped us solidify our thoughts. Think about not Mm -hmm. just writing a book. We realized there's so many conversations that aren't being had. There's so many things that aren't talked about, people feeling not included, right? If you're not, if you didn't Mm -hmm. learn along the way, there's stories of people, you know, feeling shy because if they speak, people make fun of them. And we find ways to exclude people, and we thought about how can we include people? How can we bring people into the conversation? How can we take pride in things because of our heritage? For instance, intergenerational bonding. But at the same time, how do we look forward? How do we tackle the challenges of today? You know, um, how do we deal with colorism? How do we deal with gender norms? And it's a ch- children's book. So a lot of things are done very subtly. It's, it's not in your face. But we try to normalize things, you know, seeing people of different skin tones and seeing people of different sizes so that you can start having the conversation with your kids. We came up with a saying, you know, to be as Tamil as you want to be, not to have it dictated to you that in order to be Tamil, you need to dress Tamil, you need to speak Tamil, uh, you need to act Tamil. No, we we all live as part of other communities. And so it's OK that you enjoy hip-hop music or that you, you don't speak the language. You are as Tamil as you want to be. And we invite you under this uh, umbrella and be proud to be Tamil, as Tamil as you want to be.
3: And we noticed these conversations have started happening on social media. So, social media is such a great uh, platform on Instagram. But what we've seen is a disconnection between Instagram and the conversations that people are having at home with their parents or their young children. And there was this gap. So, we thought, okay, like we do, yes, we promote all of these issues and talk about these issues on social media. But let's bring it into books, books, and let's start early. Let's start with these young children because growing up, we didn't have any of this. Um, I remember going to dance class, and I was apparently a good dancer, my teacher would tell me, but uh, I was still compared to my friends in my dance class who were lighter skin and they were skinnier. And I personally, I remember feeling like I had to perform extra and show more emotions on stage and perform better. Just to compete with that, because I felt that pressure and I would get comments after um, shows of dance and other shows saying, oh, you know, you're a great speaker, you're a great dancer and artist, but hey, you would be even better if you lost weight, you would be even better if you put makeup here and there. And so... I remember as a child going home and just crying, and um, I wouldn't talk about these issues out. But these were all things that you know have shaped me later on in life, and it took me a long time to get through those issues. And so we wanted to create a character that children can relate to, uh, just like how they relate to Dora or Arthur. So we wanted to create this as a series, but as a powerful but relatable character. And we spent a long time uh, developing Amuda. From her hair, we made sure it's curly because we don't see curly hair as much in uh, movies or um, in books. And then her skin tone and every character in the book will have different skin tones. The dad will have a lighter skin tone than the mom. It's subtle, but... These are things that, you know, our community faces all the time. So uh, we hope this is an impactful project for our children and not just children. We encourage adults to also read and young adults as well. So, yeah.
1: For us, it's a lot about respecting our heritage, where we came from, the history, the traditions, but at the same time, being open to being different as well. And I think something that I'm really proud of is we're not actually... Tamil in the same way. You know, we're not the same people. We have different opinions on lots of different things. And our experience with Tamil is very different. Our um, capacity to speak and write Tamil is very different, but we're all proud of it in different ways and we want to carry it forward. And that I think is, you know, something that hopefully resonates with people.
0: Great, so you talked about uh, Amada being a six year old girl. So just out of curiosity, this is purely for me, but where did Amwadar come from? Because Amwadar, like there are millions and millions of Tamil names, um, but where did Amwadar come from? Um, how did you come to that name? Were you, was she inspired by anybody or was there a specific thought process behind it? It was
1: really powerful because when we first started thinking about how to write this, it was actually on International Women's Day. I think I actually at the time was so inspired by my younger cousin and how bold and brave and beautiful she was uh, in how she approached life. And I, I don't think I was as fearless as she is. And so I was, there's elements of Amuda which really come from her and that inspired parts of it, but it's also other characters. And then as we continue to build the character out, we, you know, we were inspired by what Maitreyi Ramakrishnan did. That That was impressive. And, And, you know, her choosing to be her authentic self and not trying to change to what the Hollywood norms were. And that was brave and bold and courageous. And we were inspired by that. Also, one of the movies that really stuck out for me was *Kanatal Mutamartal. And the little girl in that was Amuda. Yes, of course she was. And she was a Tamil girl from Mm -hmm. uh, back home. So all of that was uh inspirational you know and she was a curious little girl she was fun she looked at life in such a passionate and vibrant way and so all of these aspects came together and we it just felt like kismet we hope that she can help inspire boys and girls to be of course their fearless right to be bold to be curious Mm -hmm. uh, to embrace life in the best way possible
2: it's true like growing up i was more of the outgoing very loud and type of curiosity like girl well, just just too much too much for the world <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, that. Yeah, well, one of the comments you've always got is like why are you behaving like a boy why are you like why like you have such boyish qualities that's that's how i grew up to be and amada is it's, it's also it's a reflection of myself as well and um, I have a sixteen-month-old now. When Amada started, I, I I don't I didn't think I was per- I wasn't even I don't even think I was pregnant at that time. <laughs> um, but she is, and I was so conscious, like you know, as we developed Amada, I was very conscious about how I want to raise my daughter as well. Very gender neutral clothes. Very like not to say this or that. Even catching my um my my mom saying, you know, it's like she says, "Oh, do this as a girl." I'm like, "Why? Why? Why can't a boy do it? Or why can't she do it?" um so you know just challenging that though so Amuda has really resonated with me and i put it to practice in my real life as well and hoping to raise my own little Amuda <laughs> along with our Amuda.
0: i think i always worry actually about I, as an i don't have kids yet but i do worry about how you know what kind of world my kids are going to grow up in and i do not want them to go through you know like i said the childhood trauma that i went through where someone's body shaming them or you know speaking to them differently because they're a girl or a boy you should be able to do whatever you want because actually we live in a world where women can actually do exactly the same or if not more than men and that should be the important thing rather than no men are the they're the man of the family and they can only do this and you can't do this it's it's not great and it's got to change so I think we are the generation that will change us but again I know that it's going to be difficult to explain that to my mum and my dad and my in-laws of this is how i'm going to bring up my kid because i know that this you're not going to like it because that's not i know but that's what you not you didn't do to me but you know it's just about having that I guess really uncomfortable, awkward conversation, but for the fe- for the best of the future of our kids, basically. So,
2: yeah. I run a seniors' uh, session program as well, and they, when we introduce, uh, we we use them as a focus group just to see how how they feel about it. And uh, we showed the father, we showed the mother, and they were like, "Oh, they don't match. Why? Because she's larger, or and the dad was skinnier." But in reality, that's how it is. That's how their family is. Like they're, a lot of the women are larger, but then men, they're younger, like skinnier. But they can't relate that to a picture. They can't say, oh no, but on screen, it needs to look perfect. It needs, to, the woman needs to look skinny. It needs to, but that's not reality. Just talking to them about it. And I had a little bit of pressure coming back there. Like, oh no, that's how we are. We can't think this way. Why is Amada's hair too curly and disheveled? Like, why can't it be braided? So, it's like a lot of conversation having to really talk to them about it and telling them, you know what, it's real. It, even in your own household, that's how it is. And then, you know, I've pointed out to their own family and like, don't you look like that? Yeah. Don't your husband, doesn't your husband look like that? Um, but it's what they see, what they want to see is versus what the
3: reality is. And one of the other reasons why we actually named Amuda Amuda is Amuda means Amuda in Tamil, meaning sweet, nectar. So, we wanted. This whole learning experience of Tamil to be a pleasant experience because a lot of us who went to Tamil class and um, went to all these classes when we were younger, a lot of my friends had really horrible experiences of learning Tamil, so they stopped learning Tamil. So we thought, you know, let's call her Amada, let's let's call her something positive um, and pleasant to make Tamil learning positive and pleasant. Something that, you know, as we
1: were talking about this project with somebody and how and why representation matters. Uh, it's not just about Amuda, it's about her entire family. And we tried to have that representation across the family members, so that, you know, everyone finds something that they can resonate with somebody that they can resonate with, which was really important. But at the same time, um, when we were talking about this, somebody actually mentioned to me, well, even in Tamil movies, we don't have representation of Tamil women, right? We lack representation on so many in so many areas. And yes, it's great that we embrace other cultures and we embrace other people and welcome them with open arms to, to participate in Tamil movies. But where is the representation
3: for Tamil women? Point about also respecting people who want to live the traditional way, if that's their choice. Because I think with the social media world, there's a lot of pressure sometimes to be different and to be, um, you know, ha- unique and do multiple things. And um, and if you don't want to do that, if you want to follow the traditional path, you should be able to follow that as well. So in our book, we show elements. We have characters that, you know, may fit uh, what is traditional or what is, um, girls can want to wear pink and boys can wear blue if they want to. Um, so we want to reflect, in the book, you'll see a reflection of, Um, different sort of people, different sort of characters, and a lot of acceptance. I don't know if you just heard my son scream, but sorry. Well, that's part of
0: COVID life. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. You're a mom
3: with kids
1: at home, so.
0: I just want to say again, like, I love what this is about. I love the, you know, I loved what you said. It's a celebration of embracing who you are you know you are not any less of a person or any more of a person you if you are a specific way you know we have to all learn to Love and embrace who we are, and I think that self-love is again something that all of us struggle with in our own way. You know, we all have insecurities in our own way, and it's about trying to, you know, get to a point where we're comfortable with who we are. And yet yeah, we have to celebrate who we are, and I think that's what's really important. So I love everything about it. So that's great. We've obviously talked about, you know, how you got the characters and representation within the book and things like that. Uh, but what's the next steps? Uh, when are you guys going to launch? Um, if you can talk to me about, I guess, like the logistics of the book, just so people know, you know, where they can. Find find it, when they can pre-order it, things like that.
3: And uh, I I just want to say before we go into that, that um, we haven't made this point yet, but this book is for everyone. So even if you don't know Tamil, how to read Tamil, you'll be able to read this book. This book is written for people um, who also don't know Tamil themselves. um, So don't worry if you don't know Tamil, you'll still be able to read this book as
0: well. Um, yeah, because I, I think, I think again, that, that's a really important thing to raise because, again, you know, like people my age might be like, oh, no, actually, I don't think I can. This, this seems like a children's book, whatever it is, but it's not a children's book. It's a book for every Tamil person is, is really the, the gist of it. So, um, yeah, that's really great that you highlighted that.
3: Yeah, because we have um, we're introducing one Tamil word per page um, and it will be a category of words. So, so um, for our first book, uh, it's about relationships. And I used to be an English um, instructor, a language teacher, and one of the things I learned is that uh, when you're teaching language um, and vocabulary, um, the best way to do it is through categories, um, and it will stick to people. So we've used that approach in the book. Um, So you'll be able to read it in Tamil, English, and we'll have uh, materials on our website as well for you to refer to. So... So again, this book is for everyone, The
1: logistics around the book is, and this is something I really want to talk about because for other people that are interested in writing books uh, in Tamil or having aspects of Tamil within the book, for instance, writing a book in English, but you know relaying uh, traditions or culture or history, which is all relevant and important to have, it's a big struggle to find publishers who will look at the material and give it a consideration. Often, even consideration isn't given, right? And you need to have agents, you need to, it's a it's a tough world to navigate to figure out how to publish something. Um, and so that's why we went the Kickstarter route. Um, and Kickstarter isn't a concept that not many people necessarily understand. Um, and that was an interesting challenge for us too, because not only did we have to figure out how to uh, market the book, but also how to market this platform. And the reason we chose that pl- the platform is, uh, because we wanted to really gauge what the interest within the community was for something like this in a very tangible way. So what Kickstarter allows us to do is allows us to pre-order books and packages of, that contain the book and some other material that might be of relevance and interest to people. By pre-ordering, you're committing an interest to having the book in your life. And it gives us opportunity to raise funds to get the book printed and uh, shipped to people. This is really important for other people who want to publish or do any kind of creative work, because if you're not finding that sponsorship and support from your community or publishers at large, then there's a platform that you can go to to try to raise funds yourself. And again, it's not just raising the money, but it's actually putting the content out. And that's really important because for us, you know, one of the biggest objectives for us is to get the books in as many hands as possible for people to really embrace Amuda and everything she represents. So that's why we chose the Kickstarter route. Um, We have a Kickstarter campaign launched on January 6th. It's going to run until February 11th, where people can go on and pre-order either a book or a package that includes a number of uh, copies of the book with some other items. So there's a variety of packages starting from $10 up. And it's a great opportunity to get to know our book. Um, We have a lot of detail about how we came up with the name, why this was so important to us, how we came up with our logo. Every single, like we've taken a lot of thought and effort to make sure that every single detail has some elements of Tamil to it. And so we're really proud of uh, what we've been able to put together and we invite others to take a look we have a promotional video which kind of captures the love of tamil and how, why it's important to pass it on to the next generation we really hope that the tamil community really embraces this book and amuda and invites her into their home. so
3: and if you go in onto our website www.amudalearns.com so the learns with an s Um, um, dot com. Uh, You can go, there's a link to our Kickstarter campaign right at the top. So you click that. And then when you go to that Kickstarter website, there's a green button at the top that says back this project. Uh, So you just click that and then all the packages show. Uh, We want it to be very accessible with the packages as well. So it's starting at from $10 where it's a thank you note because you just believe in the project all the way to $1,000 for corporate sponsors. Um, and the book itself in Canada is $25, uh, including shipping. And for other countries, is mostly just $30 Canadian. Um, and it'll be converted directly into your currency if you're in uh, um, Europe and other countries. So take a look at it. And uh, please do support us uh, uh, if you believe in taking Tamil. You know, keep it moving. Yeah.
1: And there's a lot of instructions on our website for uh, how to navigate the Kickstarter platform. Um, So on our Instagram page at Amada So I think that will be helpful as well.
2: I mean, even if you're having some trouble and you really want to buy the book, just shoot us an email or send us a direct message on Instagram. We'll try to find a way to get you a book. It's not a problem. As we said, we're trying to be as much as accessible to everyone as possible. So, um, you know, if, if it's something that you're finding it difficult to go through Kickstarter, just give us a message or an email and we'll help you with, with getting you a
3: book. And we've been overwhelmed by the support so far from the community. So we were so scared on mostly acceptance if people will believe in us. Um, for the younger generation, we were scared if they'll be able to understand our vision. And for the older generation, we're, we were scared of criticism because we were scared of combining Tamil and English together. Uh, but we truly believed that is the next evolution of Tamil because if you, um, so I, I'm a history buff, so I, I, I love looking at the history of Tamil and Tamil civilization. So when I looked at the history of Tamil and how like Tamil survived, You know, we say, oh, it's the oldest language and uh, we should be so proud of it. But when you look at how it's evolved, the only reason why it's evolved is because it adapted to the needs of its people throughout time. So even if you look at our logo, like there's a letter on our logo and 90 percent of Tamils, even if they're really fluent in Tamil, won't understand that uh, letter because it's Ana, but it's an earlier script of Ana called Vattalithi. So why Vattalithi was changed? But it was such a simple reason because the people of that time just said, no, this is too hard for us. Change the script. So that's why they changed the script, to make it easier and more accessible for people. So that's what we want Amuda to be. So when we talk to the older generation, that's an important point that I put forward, saying that, you know, Tamil is not static and younger people are scared to touch that because that's what we've been taught, right? Like it's such an old language. It's so beautiful. You can't change it, speak it properly. But what we're really trying to do is, it's okay, it's okay, and it's time for change now. And yes, we have to include English and other languages, especially in the diaspora. But that is the next evolution of Tamil, and that's okay. One of the things we're also doing, we're not focusing on written Tamil as much as spoken Tamil, um, because we're going to have words like tangachi, which is a very casual way of saying tange is the written form. So we're really like focusing on what you hear, what the needs of the community is. So um, you supporting this project, it's not only just buying a book, uh, but it's really supporting a movement, uh, a movement of taking Tamil as the next evolution of Tamil to our future generations and to us.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think the fact that, you know, you are effectively, this book is a starter, whether that there's a, be a starter to learn the language, starter to have a, you know, an uncomfortable conversation with someone about, you know, yes. body shaming and things like that. I love, I love that. And I think for some people, like you said, you know, it is about taking the fear away of starting something new, of starting a new conversation and doing that. And I, I think that you're right it is a movement it's not just a book but there's so much more to it and I think you know in terms of representation I think you've got you guys have like killed it to be honest um I'm saying that English but you have killed it um because <laughs> I, I love it you've you know you, it's not just like a random idea that just came to thought you know you have put thought into it you've had a conversation about it with other people to really understand it and you were aware that actually you know what from the older generations you're going to get criticism and from the younger generations it's the confusion of yeah there are loads of different words and loads of different like 247 letters in the alphabet is crazy to a little child who's just just about managed to learn abc and that's only 26 and that's hard enough isn't it so i think yeah, I think you've embraced it so well. So um that I'm just so amazed. And I think I think everyone should get on, you know, just go and check out the website. It's com and check out their Instagram page. I um started following you on, inst- uh, on your Instagram and I loved what you represented. So yeah, I wish you guys all the luck. I think it's gonna be amazing and uh yeah, I shall definitely be getting on your website um soon. So I hope you reach your funds and all this stuff is worth it because it is not just for us, it's for the future and the many, many generations to come along uh, of Tamil people. So, um, yeah, that's fantastic.
3: And you're doing an amazing job. And, you know, we need to have more conversations like this. I mean, I miss the English accent so much. So this is, (laughs) but it was, was, uh, no, honestly, like you're doing such a good job. And I hope you keep going and start talking about all these important issues with the community Um, and good luck to you.
1: Yeah. And I, so I'd much. like to just add uh, something that really resonated with me um, that you mentioned was creating opportunities for yourself. Um, I was listening to one of your podcasts and you talked a lot about um, not just sitting and waiting, but ha- finding ways to create opportunities for yourself and others. And, and that's what you're doing with this podcast, right? Is It's not just about expressing your thoughts and finding ways to share your Uh, opinions and ideas but you're inviting other people on to share uh, their thoughts and ideas to learn more together and um, I think that's really important and uh, we we want to be able to do that but we want to encourage other people to do that as well create opportunities for yourself help yourself and others um, and let's be the rising tides that lifts all boats
2: thank you so much thank you no, just thank you for having us and uh, giving us this platform to speak about our um, our vision and our journey and really connecting with you as well.
1: A song that resonated with me recently is Tamalan Nandisollada, It's a Bharatiya quote and uh, we're really passionate about Bharatiya, especially Sivanki, who named her son Bharadi after him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you'll also see elements of Bharati in the book, which we wanted to... Uh, it's kind of our nod to respecting our heritage and we're you know, some of the great people that helped us learn. Mm-hmm. But uh, that song uh, is uh, quite popular right He's now. A change and, uh, major, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: He was ahead of his time many, many oh, years before yeah, yeah. when change was like a taboo and he was out there making changes and really standing up with to the women.
0: Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Brown and Bushy podcast. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.
4: Yeh gum sutri banden, binai tot tum banden e, kita yella, kitu konde yedo konjam. Narambugalan ain't till maraminum muramdan Mulatil mudel ni ramtamini ramdan Yeri kodi muga man al-worevo ripeyadan Ati de Rukkeya killy yengal bujir dan Tabiran in We do want it. Rock and roll gave it. We want it. Jazz and moody. <anh» ıats> <fraseười> களனைدلமறமேனூரம் தான் உலக்கத்தின் முதல் நிறம் தமிழ் நிறம்தான் ஏழுபொடிமுகம் ஆனால் ஒரே ஒரு பெய தான் அது தரும் பெயர் Nammaan din mune sidhar sonna dala me, Nilavai mutta mitte vin karlatil yeri, tamro bellu. Kida vikalvodi, anubava vuli, adilundu boomi pandin mutta arri vee. Kumari kalvini, sidari adilundu boomi pandin mutta aragud. எத்தில் ஒரே துடிப்பு எங்கள் விரிகளுல் எரிப்பது ஒரே நெருப்பு உலகினு கொளி தர அதைப் இனத்தினில் பிரப்பதே தன்னி